We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Big to Murray. Quick hitter to Gabe Davis on a slant for the touchdown. Gabe Davis with a seven-yard touchdown reception, and the Bills are back in front with 152 to play. Chris Brown on the call on the Buffalo Bills radio network. Boy, that was a great play drive, like great, great call to drive by Joe Brady. That ends with the Gabe Davis touchdown after they just pounded it at the Eagles and were running the ball, and and then that play right there, just to hit him, it looked like Gabe was going to block, and then the slant. Just a great job by Joe Brady right there to call that. Uh, that is Gabe, da- Gabe Davis had a, a tremendous game, and that is actually going to dovetail us into our extra point from the sidelines today. It is brought to you by Catholic Health. Catholic Health, the right way to care, because this game was being broadcast, as many of you know, because you watched, by CBS and Jim Nance and Tony Romo and Tracy Wilson. And Jim Nance has mentioned many times how Gabe Davis has really big games when they do his game. The Bills games, right? Like Gabe Davis is always, he did the four touchdown game. And then remember when um, he scored against Miami and he's like, there's Davis every time we do a game. And there it is. So after that touchdown, Tracy was standing near me on the sidelines doing you know, her reporting. And I turned to her and I said, I think Gabe Davis needs to give you guys a bonus on CBS. Because every time you're here and she laughed, she said, we were just talking about that. How like every time we're here, he scores. Like we're good luck for him. I said, he needs to pay you guys something. Yeah, you guys are my bonus, right? So that was good. Got a good chuckle out of that. So uh, they're doing the next game, too, for the Bills. Romo, Nance, and Wilson are doing the Kansas City game in two weeks. So, so another big game uh, from Davis Another now. big game from Gabe, and it's in Kansas City where he had the four-touchdown game a few years ago in the playoffs, of course. So that's our extra point from the sidelines. Brought to you by Catholic Health. Catholic Health, the right way to care. Also, Catholic Health is a presenting sponsor of our Buffalo Football Monday here on the Extra Point Show. Catholic Health, the right way to care. It's also brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at Northwest.com and by Speed Global, around the corner or around the world, Speed Delivers. Sal Capaccio with you. Also on video today, Facebook, WGR550. Go to Facebook.com slash WGR550. I want to read this tweet I got, and it's going to have me... Also kind of tell you something about the show. This is from Patty. Patty uh, tweets in, at Sal Sports. I, had, I don't get a chance to read a lot of the social media when I'm on, so I know a lot of you are tweeting at me and everything. It's not because I'm ignoring you. I just try to concentrate on the show. Patty says, instead of listening to Christmas music while decorating my house, I'm listening to you right now. I like your feedback and opinions regarding the heartbreak ga- re- heartbreaking game yesterday. Doing a great job. Thanks. And then she's got a bunch of Christmas emojis and buffalo and thumbs up. Always hashtag Go Bills. Patty, thank you. I appreciate that. But I want to say this. Folks, you've been awesome today. Like, these are the kinds of shows that I dread doing because we're all in this space and this mood and you get upset and there's a lot to talk about and you're searching for answers and fire this person and change that and you're six and six. I dread it. But as I said before, I mean, it's my job and I love my job. But it's also the kind of show I love when I get call after call of really good, thoughtful opinions and comments, and we don't always agree, and that's totally cool, and we can do that. 
disagree respectfully, thank you. I just want to thank all of you because you've had a we've had a great first hour. Let's keep it rolling into the second hour. Got a lot of phone calls to get to, so we'll do that here as we roll into the second hour. Great first hour. Uh, let's keep it going. Let's go to Theo in Ontario. Hi, Theo. You're on WGR. Hey, Sal. Good morning, man. Uh, just first off, it's my first time calling. Okay. Long-time Buffalo Bills fan, 40-plus years, season ticket holder. Uh, thanks for putting out the content you do up north here, man. Gives us something awesome in Canada. Um, just quickly, and then I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll keep it simple. Um, just I'm going to base it off the 2021 season where I felt that was a great team. Um, since then, we've seen a special teams coach gone, Fraser gone, Dable, Super Bowl kind of OC gone uh dorsey and make no mistake i I really appreciate brady what he's doing now um but as far as the element of emotion uh being a football coach down up here pardon me i don't see any any element of emotion on mcdermott um and i'm I'm trying to like paint a picture and imagine like a like uh, Belichick, I hate to use the guy's name, but Belichick or or Andy Reid, and and, I, and you see the element of emotion. You see when they're upset. You see them doing something. You see them navigate through it. Uh, I, I just see McDermott, you know, follow up the next day on his TV, uh, on, on pardon me, on the screen that I watch as a, as a big Bills fan, and he just filling us up with a whole bunch of nonsense. Like we're just getting this soft spoken, uh, open ended, no concept kind of kind of commentary. So as an as an as a coach, uh, what are your thoughts when it comes to like emotion? Like you don't. Well, than, well, I, I think there's a lot of ways to manifest handling. emotion, right? There's a lot of face. Yeah. I think Sean is a very positive emotion guy. Like when things happen well, you could see that on his face. You could see that with his players, the clapping, all that. I think he's a positive emotion guy. I think he's very emotional behind closed doors, I think, and how passionate he is and things like that. But what he tries to portray and what he does portray in front of a camera, in front of the media, is to never be the guy who's going to go wild swings because I think he believes, and I think a lot of coaches believe this, that you know your team's going to play off that and you want to be level-headed. You want to be down the middle. And I don't think there's one right way. Theo, I don't think there's one wrong way. We've seen coaches over the years. We've seen incredibly emotional coaches. Look, I'll use an example. I think Brian Dable is the opposite, and I don't think it's served him very well this year. I think Brian Dable looks pretty wild sometimes on the sidelines, and I don't think his team reacts well to that. So I don't think you can pin that on, okay, well, he should be madder on the sidelines, show this emotion, his team would play better. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's been a lot of great coaches who've done it one way and a lot of great coaches who've done it another. Sean McDermott's more about positive emotion than negative emotion, and when he has negative emotion, he mostly keeps it in because he doesn't want to do that to his team. Yeah, right on. That, that's a great response. I'm just hoping that behind closed doors, he's showing, he's showing and applying that emotion. Like I feel most uh, high level coaches should be doing. I'm not here to uh, say the guy should be fired. I'm just saying, like I feel like he's missing that element. As far as a perspective, like a fan investment, um, like you guys, um, you know, uh, you know, I used to go to the Bills games, and it used to call, cost me a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks a season. I'm with my family, two kids and a wife. I'm paying two grand, uh, pardon me, ten thousand dollars approximately for season tickets. And and as fans, we're going. You know, when I see a an a, an zero and five team in overtime kneeling the ball, and I'm, I'm asking myself, what are we? What are we like? What's happening here? You know, like without with trying to be proactive and positive, right? Uh, I'm, I I just don't get it. I'm I'm. You know, maybe it. your thoughts, but, you know. Yeah, I get it. You're very frustrated. I understand, man. I, Theo, thanks for the kind words. I appreciate Hey, 
Good job on your first call, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, man. You. And Merry Christmas to you guys all. And again, thanks from uh, the north side, man. You give <laughs> us something great. All right. Love you guys. Yeah, thank you, man. We appreciate that as well. Let's go to Bill in Old Forge. Hi, Bill. You're on WGR. Hey, Sal. Three quick things. Um, number one for the fans, um, in my opinion, Big Zach stood up in the offseason last year. If this team doesn't get to the playoffs this year, oh, my God, a storm is coming next offseason. I, I could feel it coming already. Um that's my thing with Diggs. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but I don't know how it's avoidable if this team doesn't make the playoffs this year. The storm is going to be brewing with him. Um, as far as McDermott goes, I love McDermott. I've been backing him right up to this week. I still like the guy. I know what he's done. We all know what he's done since he's been here. He's a very good coach. But, man, after yesterday, the way they let him go down the field, it was, it was a repeat of the Chiefs playoff game a couple years ago. And I'm like, man, this is happening way too often. It seems like the same thing over and over again. So now I'm – I'm done defending him against fans that are calling for his head, and I love the guy, but I just think we could do better. The problem with that is who is going to be better, and I still stay with McDermott. He's still a really solid coach. The only guy that pops in my head, and it's hypothetical, would would be Jim Harbaugh because I think he could do something with Allen and maybe get us over the hump. But other than him, there's no names where I'm like, let's just get rid of McDermott. I would just stay with him at least for another year no matter what. Um, so, hypothetically speaking, what coaches are out there? You don't just get rid of the guy to get rid of the guy. Because we could do, be doing a hell of a lot of work. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're always, you're always looking at you know, coordinators. If you want to go that route, I think this year, actually, to be honest with you, Bill, I think the defensive coordinator, not saying the Bills would do this if they ever made a move, I think the defensive coordinators are going to get more looks than they have the last few years because of defenses doing such a good job. Lou Anarumo, obviously, in Cincinnati comes to mind. But, you know, I don't know. That's a discussion for down the road if they were to make that move. I, I don't know if Terry Pagula would have an appetite for a guy like Harbaugh in his organization. You know, I mean, again, as I said earlier, it's not that simple. You can look at it and say, look what Harbaugh did. There's a lot that goes with guys like Jim Harbaugh, too. And you have to consider what Terry Pagula would think about that and how the organization would be run and the kind of stability he likes. Right. And one more quick question for you. The, the, the play that was still in my head and I can't get past it is when we're in overtime and Allen misses Gabe Davis on that throw yep. and it's fourth and seven. I'm thinking, right, I'm on the couch going, no, man, you got to score here. Try to get this first down. Try to get the first down, get a new set. We got to score a touchdown here. Just from what I just said, with the way teams have been moving down the field on us with these mm-hmm. late game heroics, it's time to end it. And if you don't, if they don't get the first or they don't score a touchdown, I would have been fine with the Eagles getting the ball and trying to get in field goal range. Instead, they got down the field and scored a touchdown. I had a feeling that's where the game was going to go. Do you think on fourth and seven there, well, they was, should have gone for a first down well, or a touchdown it, to it, end the game? There? It was only fourth and six, even, to further your point, by the way. It was only fourth and six. Sean was asked about it. He said if they were at fourth and two or maybe three, they would have gone for it. He felt that fourth and six was a little too long. It's a tough call. It's a risky call. I I don't have as much of a problem with kicking the field goal there as a lot of people seem to have because, again, you still can bank on, look, they have to go all the way down the field still to score a touchdown and win. And obviously they did. We know that. But even if they get a field goal, they go down, we get the ball back, and then we can just end it with a field goal. I didn't have as much of a problem on fourth and six. It is risky. Fourth and six isn't easy to pick up in the NFL. So you take the field goal and say, let's just stop them from scoring a touchdown, which didn't happen. So, yes, I understand the point of – I understand the argument for making that you're making – I didn't have as much of an issue with that as I might have with 20 seconds left and kneeling on it. You know what I mean? Just the way the, way the season has been unfolding for me is what changed the decision. Usually I would be on board with kicking. I get it. Just with the injuries on defense, too, without yep. Milano. And they're, they're probably, they're probably you know, tired at this point in the game. But I, just, I just had a bad feeling about it because that just yeah. seems to be the direction the season's been going. I just wanted to 
I get it, Bill. And as soon as that Eagles, ball, man, they're nine and one for a reason. They're nine <laughs> and one for a reason because they're good. Yeah, as soon as that ball fell incomplete, I had a, a sinking feeling that oh my gosh, like not talking about the Gabe Davis one, right? Like here's your you blew your opportunity. Of course, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.